Here we go. January 6, 2023. Um, <clears throat> I'm by myself today. Uh, funny story, I all week was sort of thinking, was I going to release a, a Matt Gamble podcast? And um, I know we did a beautiful session yesterday for the Master Mindset, which people go listen if you haven't. It's a beautiful episode with Daniel Mudford and Zab still away. Um, then yeah I didn't know if I was going to do one for the Matt Gamble podcast sort of spoke to some people but it just didn't align then yeah just went to work this morning and then got the little nudge from the universe and it was like you want to do a solo episode like alright solo episode it is from that point I noticed my mind (coughs) instantly start to work it out what am I going to say how's it going to go um you haven't done a solo episode ever before and it was interesting I sort of seen it all come through and you know I think an older part of myself would have taken one of those thoughts and avoided and let those thoughts run um I let them come through then they left and then I was you know in the space now Nice and dark, I got a candle lit. Did a little bit of a meditation before uh, and just sort of sat with it and was like, yep, this is supposed to happen. So use me to pass through whatever you want me to pass through rather than using my thoughts to work out what I want to talk about. So be kind to me. (laughs) Um, And yeah, so the first thing I want to do is just give a sec. I feel as though the listener should give themselves a second as well just to breathe and just bring themselves back. Here we go, information <laughs> coming through. So the first thing that come through was uh, I want to talk directly to you. Um, it was the first thing that us, when we stopped, when we had that little bit of a break, it was like, I want to talk directly to you. I'm not talking to the air. I'm not talking for you to listen. I'm talking directly to you. This is a conversation between you and me. You're, you clearly can't say any words back, but you can say some words to yourself and sort of run through it that way. And um, it'll help guide the conversation of what we're about to talk about. So the first thing I want to ask you is how are you? Now, so many times in life we get that question given to us almost on a daily basis and automatically before we're about to respond is we say, yeah, good, how are you? Now, someone could be, literally crying right before someone asks them or, you know, could be going through the worst amount of thoughts possible. But it's funny how the ego, which is the mind, automatically gives you an automatic response of good. So I'll ask you again, how are you? Sit with that. If you're good, that's great. And if you're not good, that's still great because that'll obviously open up a deeper layer of this conversation. Now, you know, 
since stepping on this path in my experience, um, which is the only thing I can sort of relate to is my experiences through this journey. It was that, you know, I, I wasn't in this awakening. I didn't have a, a it was very spontaneous, uh, put it that way. Um, I thought that, you know, life was good. Um, but I did have this deeper sense of knowing that there was more to life than what I could see. So, you know, business was good, health was good, um, family's great, kids are beautiful, you know, it, it all sort of ticked the boxes in that sense. And I'm, <laughs> you know, that's sort of where m my thing was. And if, you know, you're out there and, and all those boxes aren't ticked, that's completely fine. Um, you know, your awakening will be a lot stronger. Um, so, yeah, so that's sort of what happened. And then it just happened, just hit me. We're just walking with Janae and just yeah had a spontaneous awakening and just realized that there's more to this life than what i can see and, and it was a conversation of just looking around and looking at the trees and, and just you know smelling the fresh air and, and and just observing and just that was the start of the separation between my mind and my heart where usually my mind prior to the awakening was you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to be there. You got to show this, and and you know, and I'll I'll unpack all my insecurities on here, and hopefully it resonates um, because I'm not afraid to talk about them anymore. What are your thoughts about other people's thoughts? Um, judgment. Uh, you know, how many G threes do I need? Um, you know, how many likes will I get? You know, how much muscle can I have? So someone tells me I look good, um, which lasts five seconds. Uh, so all those things sort of prior to the awakening were sort of coming through and it wasn't until that happened and you know Janae sort of said what's wrong and I said that's the thing nothing's wrong I've I've been the one to make it all wrong and it sort of led me on this journey of just going home and just learning you know just googling and, and trying to work out what's happened and I was reading a book at the time called the um Celestine Prophecy and uh <clears throat> it all sort of just hit me that you know, there's more to this world than what we can see, which sort of stepped me on the path. Um, 18 months later, I'm, I'm sitting here talking about it and I'm, you know, sharing truth and I'm, I'm doing life coaching and, and just seeing, and honestly, the first thing I want to say is, <sighs> all I wanted was peace. And I went down this rabbit hole of thinking that it was, another g3 or three kilos lighter or more muscle or another business or all these things i was attached to all these materialistic things in life and i was looking at them thinking when am i going to get this feeling you know i'm you know how many what's it going to take and that's where it sort of pushed the needle thread of continuing down that journey and then it wasn't until this happened it was like this is what you want <laughs> So that, that will be one of the first questions I ask you is, what do you want? Sit with that. What do you want? What do you want in this lifetime? Whatever age you are, it's irrelevant. Whatever situation you're in is irrelevant. All I want to ask you is, what do you want in this, in this lifetime? What do you really want? Now, if your answer was anything but peace, I'll be completely honest with you, it will not give you what you're looking for. 
you look at the famous actors of, of Jim Carrey and Jonah Hill now releasing all this stuff of, you know, we all have this built perception of, you know, when we get there, we will be happy. But that there never comes and you get to your deathbed and you look back and, you know, you were chasing the, the, the there, but the only place we have is the now. So what do we want in this moment? You asked that, and I want peace. And back to the actors of Jonah Hill and, and Jim Carrey and Will Smith that are going on these spiritual journeys, they're starting to tell people, like, you don't want what I've got. <laughs> you don't want it because, trust me, the more you have, the more problems there is and the more harder it is to find peace because you're chasing this never-ending thing. You want the extra zero at the bank account. You want the next box office hit. You want the next status. And... You know, social media is a byproduct of, of seeing all that and just creating a false illusion in our life that we are nothing. And, and you know, we, we want to get to somewhere to become something. And what does that something look like? It's materialistic. It's, you know, the next like, the next car, the next, you know, we're going to build this fake persona of who we are to gain love and receive love and receive likes and attention and to be seen. Now, what if you travel along that journey of wanting to be seen and wanting to be loved and and all those things and you're attached to that? You're definitely going to go out on a limb and ensure that you push boundaries to ensure that you are seen. You will be the loudest in the room. You will post things that of your partner that you might necessarily be going through an argument but you're going to post everyone that you guys love each other and life's all gravy because when people like your photo that'll give you validation so it all stems back and it all goes down the rabbit hole of stepping on the path now i don't know the listeners it's all coming through as i'm talking i don't have any written scripts so it's as raw as it comes um And, you know, you step on the path, but it's funny how people want to know what's on the path before they step on it. We want to know before we take that job that it's going to work or before we take that risk, it's going to pay off. We don't want to step, do anything until we know and be validated that it's going to work. Now, the universe doesn't work like that. (laughs) Famous quote by Rumi is, as you step on the path, the path appears. And every moment in your life to this point, you've been acting out of love or out of fear. (laughs) And they both have a lot of subcategories to those words. Um, You know, you might sit there and think, what do you mean? I'm not fearful. But there's a lot of underlining stuff with the word fear that could come across and be that. So I'll start with start I'm 11 minutes in so i'm doing all right i wanted it to at least go to 10 so we're traveling okay here but just stay with me we want to find peace and from peace comes love and the way to do that is to look in the mirror and turn within now you i say this and you want to know what you're going to get out of turning within what am i going to get out of know looking within I'm, I'm, but if you're listening to this podcast and you resonate with it and it's starting to make a little bit of sense doesn't that show you that you've been searching looking elsewhere 
and looking externally to find something to give you this feeling. And I'll be the first to tell you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you nothing in this world externally, no human, no nothing, no child will give you this feeling, only yourself. And how profound is that, that we think in our minds that we've got to travel up, right, left, down, you know, back and forth to find this place of peace, but this place of peace is in your heart. So once you start to separate between your mind and your heart and you start to notice that all your thoughts are just thoughts, they're not you, because I guarantee that before the next thought you have, you were here before the thought, during the thought, and after the thought, you are still here. And it's funny that all the thoughts that come through and possibly you've had thoughts today, like I've had thoughts today that I didn't want. I've had thoughts today that were nice. I didn't pick any of them. How many times I've been driving and I've just had these random thoughts about random things and it's like, but because it's in my voice and it's in my head, I think it's me. It is not you. It is not you. You are here before the thought, during the thought and after the thought. And when you can come back to the present moment and I think we've all had glimpses of this feeling of when you're in a deep conversation with someone and you're present and you're not thinking about anything, how funny is it that there's no problems in that moment? And, and it could potentially be in this conversation of me talking, if you're really being present and you're listening to everything I have to say, there is no problems in this moment. There's literally no problems in the present moment. Now, if you want to talk about problems, I guarantee the problem you're going to pull out is something in the past or an assumption in the future. Now, everything that has happened to us has happened for us. And sometimes we can sit there and pinpoint moments in our life that we think it happened to us and we fall victim and, you know, we travel along this journey of trying to work it out where everything in this lifetime has happened for you because it's put you into this point right now listening to this podcast. Now, a lot of people don't realize how profound the, f the present moment is because everyone's trying to travel to the future moment to find this future feeling that is all a big illusion. Now, you get to the age of, you know, hopefully everyone lives to 80 plus and you're going to look back and realize that you're chasing something that never existed. Anytime we have resistance in our body, it's because we're trying to fight this moment. Now, life is full of moments, good ones, bad ones, curveballs, ups, downs, smiles, frowns. And what we do is we attach ourselves to the good moments and fall victim to the shit moments. Now, you know, you always have the analogy of like, I can't wait till the weekend or I can't wait till I go on holidays. And it's like, that is basically saying and sending out a vibrational energy that you will not be satisfied until you go away. And you've already built assumptions around the holiday. It better not rain. It better be like this. It better be like this. And, you know, we all get caught up in that future game and set assumptions and you know, <clears throat> we don't have control of the weather. We don't have control of if we got given another room. We don't have control of if we break our finger on the way there, like it all just plays out the exact way it's supposed to, but we attach ourselves to the feeling of a future moment. But if you plan the future moment and it plays out the exact way you planned it, doesn't that just not even surprise you that you were like, yep, I planned this and this is how it went, but you still don't get that feeling. 
the feeling comes is when you can accept the present moment as it is. And it's so easy to attach yourself to the good moments and remember, oh, three days ago was such a good day or like the weekend was so good. I, I can't wait till next weekend to have the same thing. And, and it's all just an illusion because we're trying to find that next hit, you know. I just, you know, Instagram, just stay on Instagram and get a dopamine hit and just distract me from my, my life or, you know, play PlayStation or be on the TV. And don't get me wrong, nothing's wrong with that, but it's being able to use that wisely and use it and know that you can be aware enough to watch yourself using it, knowing that you're not abusing it. Take a little run there. Um, but with the shit moments in our life, we don't want them. Now, judgment's coming straight through as I'm talking. So it's funny that, and th this is defined in shit moments, but we'll, we'll travel back through there, is that we identify someone from a past version of them. So, you know, potentially you've got a, a grudge or a judgment against someone that you've seen six months ago at a nightclub and they acted out and they carried on. So six months later, you you only are holding on to a feeling about someone of a past version of them. Now let that sit. How many times have you fucked up? How many times have you been that person that's acted out? Or even if you haven't, just know that you are the person that's holding on to that judgment. You know, I don't like that person because three years ago they did this. And it's like... A lot of people grow in three years and we're all human and we all fuck up. We all make mistakes, but we point the finger to attach ourselves to judgment of other people to make ourselves feel better. We feel better about them because they did something to me X amount of months ago. Imagine sitting with that energy for the rest of your life knowing that every time you see this person, you get that feeling or, you know, that person's name gets brought up and it raises on this thing of like, don't talk about them. Now, that is such an ugly feeling and it creates so much energy in your mind that you have to feel like that, that, you know, look at your, and then what we do is from that point, because whatever projects reflects, it reflects back to us all the moments in our life that we've fucked up. And we're holding on to it. And we're sitting in the shame pool of, you know, being this certain way in a certain moment where you don't have to live with that anymore. We've all got insecurities. And, you know, I guarantee people that have gotten this far in the podcast accept that we've got insecurities. The ones that have deep insecurities are probably the ones that cancelled it five minutes into the conversation because they didn't want to face it, which is completely fine. Some people don't want to face this stuff. But if you've gotten this far, I'm proud of you and let's continue. Now, in life, like, it's one life. You are one of one. Your story, your energy is only yours. It's nobody else's. And I'm telling you now, you deserve to live the rest of your life on this journey to find peace. I can't explain the feeling in words best word is peace and i feel as though that some people have found glimpses of it in their life i hope and if you haven't definitely step on the path but people around me that have developed this stuff and jumped on the journey 
they will vouch for the feeling that they have had throughout. And I'll be the first to tell you it's not easy because you have to face those insecurities. You have to sit in the pool of shame and unpack and work out all those times that you're attaching yourself to a past version of yourself. You know, one of my biggest lessons was being a fat kid and I'll never forget, you know, going to the pools with a friend and, and him turning around and saying, you've got to keep your shirt on in the pool because there's girls coming. Now, I laughed it off as usual. You know, you, the, the, de- the defense mechanism is just laughter and, you know, play it off. But I sat with that to the point where I competed in bodybuilding down to 5 6% body fat, but still inside I was a fat kid. And I was chasing this thing of, I've just got to get leaner. I've got to get bigger. I've got to show people. I've got to get that compliment. And I've got to travel along this journey to get all this stuff. The second that I went in that insecurity and worked out where it stemmed from, I am free from that feeling anymore. And I feel so good about it. I don't attach myself to my body image anymore. I'm healthy. I train. I eat clean. I do all that stuff to make me feel good. And it'll just reflect in in a part of me that looks good, but I'm not attached to having to look good for people to give me a compliment, which lasts five seconds, and then I'm traveling down the journey to get the next compliment. Now, to be free of that and to not have to hold on to that anymore, wow. You know, I thought I found peace at the start, and I'll be the first to tell you there's no end destination to this. You continue and there's no bottom. You just keep going in and in and feeling it stronger and stronger and you start to develop a feeling of knowing who you are and why you're here um you know and those insecurities once you unravel them talk about them let them be a known and let them out and work through them with people that are not going to judge you because that's what we're scared of being judged and and guarantee that every single person out there has a slimmer of feeling of judgment um i still do too but it's just getting thinner and thinner hence why i'm doing this podcast i'm not attached to what someone thinks of me in this podcast because all that is is a reflection of them they might not necessarily like the position i'm in and what i'm doing because they don't want to travel down the journey and that's okay and i have full compassion and understanding and love and acceptance around people not accepting that i'm doing this and that's the difference between me and that individual that individual is going to sit in the energy of judging me putting energy into that um and it's funny because i might not even necessarily hear about it or know about it which is completely fine but if i did i love you anyway and where i sit is in the energy of knowing who i am I'm focusing on me. I'm not worried about you. All I am is giving you compassion and understanding that you're just where you're at and that's completely fine. That's the difference in stepping on this path that you don't fall into judgment anymore. You don't have to carry that energy of judging people and things and and outcomes and situations and dictating and controlling and trying to work it all out i just let it be for what it is because everything externally in my life everything i'm looking at in this dark room right now that i can see some things but it is just all a reflection of myself and i'll just let everything on the external world play out the way it's supposed to and all i'll continue to do is worry about my focusing on how i feel i can't focus on how i can't control how i think 
because my mind just runs autopilot. Thoughts come in, thoughts go out, thoughts go in. And that's where the difference is. I'll just go off how I feel and let the thoughts just run through. I just let them come in, let them go out, and I don't let them stay for tea. And, you know, I feel as though some people out there might possibly have the feeling of like, how do you stop your thoughts? How do I stop? Like, I just need to stop it. You don't and you can't, you know. The whole think positive stuff, in my opinion, is all rubbish, doesn't work because you have no control of it. So you trying to think positive is trying to put yourself in a position to control it and you will fall short every single time because you can't control a negative thought coming in. You can't control a thought about a version of you five years ago that comes through. You know, I had a thought the other day of, you know, about a week or two ago of how I used to be with my ex-partner and I watched my I watched the thought come through of how controlling and how I used to carry on and, and act out and just you know try and control situations and it all reflected my insecurities and now because I've unpacked and learned that lesson of that was just a past version of me and I've learned from it that's the key part. I've learned from it. Now when that thought comes through and I was just driving and that's how I know where my, th- I know I'm not my thoughts because I can tell you when it came. It came through of like, remember how you used to be, buddy? It was like a little voice, you know, and it happens to all of us. Remember how you used to be? Remember how you used to carry on? Remember how you used to try and argue all the time because you're so insecure and you never dealt with those body issues and, and stuff like that because you couldn't see how good you were as a person? So you automatically felt shit about yourself. So you try to control and attach situations which caused conflict and negative energy because you couldn't face what was real. Wow, remember that? And I sat there and I looked at it. I said, yeah, I remember that. That was a past version of me that I've accepted. So that thought goes. The old self possibly might carry that energy for three, four, five days of just sitting in that pool. And I know everyone has this. But no one's talking about it. Who is, and that's the thing, I'm, you know, I sat in this thing, this energy, and I just, I'm like, I sort of the last couple months, I'm like asking the questions of like, why me? Why, why, why am I doing this? You know? And now I look at it and I flipped it. And I'm like, why not me? Why not me? Why not, why not me? And why can't I be the person that speaks my truth and shows people my insecurities to unveil other people's insecurities to see that that is not you. None of it is you. You think it's you. You think. Remember what I said about thoughts? Thoughts are thoughts. They're not you. So when you learn to be able to quiet down your thoughts, you start to work through your intuition, which is such a beautiful feeling. It's and the people that resonate with this will understand it. And everyone has the opportunity to be able to find their intuition. Everyone has their intuition, everyone has a heart. But to be able to develop it and feel it, you have to you have to face those insecurities and those dark moments and go back and feel them for what they were and show compassion and forgiveness for yourself that you just knew what you knew, you know? You just did what you did because you did what you did now whether you want to learn the lesson or not then that that dictates how far you want to go with it because you can learn certain lessons and then stop but there's lessons that are always going to continue to come i'll forever have lessons i'm i'm not a guru i'm not i'm just me speaking
I hold no control of this. It all comes through and it is what it is. So <sighs> 27 minutes, 28, bang. Wow. So it is a deep journey and, you know, a famous spiritual master named Eckhart Tolle says, it's funny when you see someone in the streets talking to themselves out loud, you know, they might be a little bit of a, you know, might have some drugs in them or, or, or something going on um, internally and they're talking out loud, right? And you're walking down the street by yourself and you see them. Now, you say to yourself, oh, look at that person over there talking to themselves. Now, the difference between you and that person is that person just talking out loud and you're talking to yourself inside. So see how that is a byproduct of knowing that you're having the conversations with yourself. So... What I try to do now is check in with myself very often and I'm, I'm getting better at it and asking myself, how, I, how am I? You know, I'm, I'm, you know this morning, I, I'll use this morning example, how am I? I felt this morning I had a little bit of resistance in the morning. I think I was, I, I noticed the thoughts come through of like, you're going to be tired today, um, blah, blah, blah. And I let all that run. Got in the car, drove to the gym, trained did a bit of a meditation and dropped into it feeling beautiful, gave myself the love I needed and then continued on with my morning. Um, and then the thoughts of, oh, you're doing your own podcast, you sure you're going to do it, it's by yourself, like bang, 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 bang. And I let them all come through. But during that, as they were coming through, I asked myself, how does this make me feel? And I'm like, oh, a little bit nervous, but it's I can feel, not think, I can feel that it's the right thing to do. So... Stepping on this journey ensures that you step into feeling. You feel it. You can feel someone judging you from a mile away. You can start to feel conversations you don't want to be a part of. You can start to feel that certain relationships or friendships or things you were doing don't serve you anymore. Like, you know, and that comes down to drugs, alcohol, gambling. Like, where has it gotten you? It has gotten you nowhere and you're just going to be on the circle traveling around, bang, 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 trying to find this feeling. And it's not until you step into it and you face yourself and you face all your insecurities and you start to develop a, a very good relationship with yourself is when you can start to feel self-love. And that's the deepest feeling that you can have. And that's the highest vibration that you can sit there, accept all your wrongdoings, forgive yourself and forgive others for past versions of them and just know that you're you're all here living a human experience and doing the best you can if you have a feeling from this podcast of what i'm saying that feeling is what i'm talking about if this resonates with you it is your soul asking you to awaken and everything that is in front of it all the lessons and all the things you have to do to continue and start to feel this feeling on a regular basis and be able to access this feeling not from something externally is where the people that want to continue this will continue this and reach out and want to know more. And, you know, as I said earlier, why not me? Um, this collective consciousness will continue. I know that I'm here for a purpose and I can feel it and now I'm speaking my truth with it, which, you know, a lot of us really struggle to speak our truth um, and that's all this is. And when you and someone else can both speak your truth and talk about 
not feeling good, your insecurities, how you've been feeling lately and have someone else there to guide you but also explain their experiences of how they got through things and not don't attach themselves to things anymore, control, resistance, negative negativity, um, judgment, grief, sadness, shame, all those things, you start to develop this separation that when things do happen that bring on those feelings, you accept them as they are. And that's where we cause a resistance. If something sad happens in our life, the first thing we do is our ego, which is our mind, puts up these big barriers and says, we're going to resist and fight this. We're not going to feel this. We don't want to go there. We don't want to cry. We don't want to explain how depressed we feel. We don't want to feel shamed because when the person asks us how we are, what do we say? Good. So it's powerful stuff, this stuff. And seeing people that I love so close to me, um, Janae especially, step on this path and go within. And, you know, you can call it spiritual, but it's just self-development. And the way I've seen her blossom and from the start of this journey, oh, the feeling that comes over me knowing that she's stepping into her truth of who he, who she is, who he is, who she is, who is he, actually. It's a question. <laughs> who is he? Um, the fact that she's stepped on the path and, and developed and, and smiles different and just loves different, it's just such a beautiful feeling. And now that, I've started to, you know, love myself more is I can feel that love more. So it all starts and it ends with you. You know, you're born into this world with love. You're a pure conscious when you're born. There's no programming. There's no teachings. You are just love. You look at a baby now and smile, it'll smile. It just can feel energy. You leave this earth by yourself with love. But we are the ones that need to know that we are love in the middle. Once you peel back all the layers and you start to build that separation between everything you've been through, accepting where you are, dealing with your insecurities, facing them front on, which is not easy. But what comes from that is a resistance of knowing that you are filled with endless possibilities in this world. And that's how I feel in this moment that I'm capable of doing anything because I'm not attached to what happens to me externally. I know that the universe will control everything externally. I'm going to leave that up to them. All I'm going to control is how I feel and what comes through. So everyone that's on the path with me, I love you so much. People that are thinking about stepping on this path and wanting to know more, I love you. People that are thinking I'm crazy or think that this is all silly and bullshit, I love you too. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, you start to learn that the attachment and the the voices around, you know, spirituality is like, oh, it's woo-woo. It's like, you know, and it's funny because that's what your mind comprehends. But you listen to things or you do things and you get this feeling from it. Now, 
it's pretty cool because what happens is when you start to develop awareness and you step on the path and you start to you know do the self-development to become the best version of yourself and find out who you truly are and why you're truly here and you start to feel those feelings of peace and love and everything it's funny because you can still go out and have a drink and have a big night out and still go to watch the footy with the lads and have a laugh and fucking swear and 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 you know and that's the part of being human you know and that's what i've just found so amazing is that i've i've changed a lot but i haven't I've just given myself this deeper sense of knowing who I am. I step into it when I want to step into it. It's always with me. I'm always checking in with myself wherever I am, um, no matter what. And I'm loving myself for all the moments that I'm in, regardless of if I'm watching the UFC or, you know, playing with the kids or, or out. I'm just me. And, and that's where it stems back to the question of, you know, you, I want to ask you this question of, who are you? Who are you? Now, some will say their name, what they do, what they're about. It's like, that's not, that's not the answer. You possibly don't know who you are. And do you want to get to the end of your journey and realize that it was all an illusion? And you didn't even find out who you truly were. That's scary to me. That is my biggest fear. So I will ensure that every single day of every single moment, I will do my best, whether they're shit moments or good moments, to always stick to true to who I am. And it becomes effortless. You don't have to wear a mask when you're out with certain friends. You don't have to um, wear a certain hat or control or feel as though that you have to act as someone. And, you know, a lot of people out there are acting and, I see it all the time and, you know, no judgment, but, you know, it sucks that you're with someone and you can have a really good conversation and go deep. And the second someone enters a conversation, you notice their vib vibration shift because this person might be dealing with an insecurity towards this person. This person might feel that this person's got more power or this person's musclier or this person always puts me down. So I've got to act a certain way against that. Now that sucks because why the fuck do you want to put so much energy into that? You know? And that's where we get caught up. Our thoughts get caught up about other people's thoughts. And think about that. Let me ask you that. Actually, yeah, we'll go there. All right. Um, everyone is in a thought about someone else's thoughts about them. How funny is that? You're in a thought about someone else's thoughts about you. So you will hold back on your life because of a thought about someone else's thoughts. I guess, guess I'll tell you this right now. They're in thoughts about your thoughts. All of it is irrelevant because if they have any negative thoughts towards you or judgment or anything, it's because they're feeling insecure and they're sitting with their own judgment about themselves. It has nothing to do with you. It only has to do with them. You're just an easy way to reflect it to you and then it comes back. So how crazy is that, that we could go our whole life being in thoughts about other people's thoughts? I don't want to start that business because, you know, I'm in a thought that, that if it fails, that person's going to think that I've failed. Where it's like, how many times have we learned from our failures? Or I don't want to do that because I feel as though that that person's thoughts 
are going to be this about me. And it's like you're in a thought about someone else's thoughts and is so taxing and it takes up so much energy in your life that you will hold your life back, your one life that you're here, that one time, that one chance, that, that one fucking go at life, that one dig because you're scared and you're in fear about other people's thoughts about you. Now, that's what I want to refer back to love and fear is that's what I'm talking about. Where if you can love your thoughts because you know they're just thoughts, then you're not attached to being in thoughts about other people's thoughts. They still come through, 100%. My thoughts about other people's thoughts come through all the time. But I just don't attach myself to them or I don't breathe any air into them. I just let them be. So think about that. How many times, and start to observe that, how many times are you in thoughts about other people's thoughts? That's just a program that you've told yourself. That's a self-limiting belief that you've instilled in yourself from a past moment that something has happened to make you feel that way. Or you potentially might judge other people so you feel as though that other people judge you. And that's why judgment is so important in this practice is the second you can stop judging people and accepting them for who they are, you start to accept yourself for who you are. I just want to give a shout out to everyone that I love out there. You know, Aaron Zab, Daniel Law, Daniel Mudford, Tyler, Jackson, Matt Wilson, my love what is crew, Andrew, Mel, Cassie, Chelsea, Cindy, Claire, I can be naming off these names. Um, the most beautiful soul in the world, Janae. Like, I'm, you know, I know you'll listen. You're my biggest fan. And I, I love you so much and I'm so grateful for you. And um, just watching you be a mum is beautiful. And, uh, I get to smile every day seeing your smile. So I hope this resonates. Um, 42 minutes, fuck. <laughs> Some cheeky tears at the end as well. So if you got this far, um, thank you for listening. And I hope something in this resonates. And if it does, please send me a message because you deserve to awaken and you deserve to live this one life that you have to the fullest. You deserve to feel love. You deserve to be proud of yourself. You deserve to be free from all those thoughts that you've had about yourself and, and past moments of yourself. You, you deserve to be free. You deserve to show compassion. You deserve to show love to yourself and others. You deserve to see your worth. You are one of one. There is nobody out there that is you and that alone is something so special that you only have to take responsibility, make it sacred and just become the best version of yourself. All right, first solo episode over and out. Have a beautiful day. Keep asking yourself how you are and when someone else asks how you are, just sit with that question before you answer because if the answer is good, you haven't thought enough about it. So I love you all. Have a beautiful rest of the day and yeah, over and out.